Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Eight years after the events of Four Star Nagar, Sir Hugo has discovered a plot that threatens Axis, the capital of the Empire, making it vulnerable to the demonic hordes besieging its walls. Will Sir Hugo, played by Chris, and his companions the King, by Becca, Hexart, by Quinn, and Erzuriella the Vane by Tilbin. Be able to stop the key conspirator, Lord Frederick, in time? Find out in the beginning of the end, ran by Slavic. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. There you'll find our Discord link. You stay at Z2's manor for a while, or rather for the night. How do you spend it? It's like before your big mission. Let's start with Sir Hugo. How does he like prepare himself? So I'm trying to get as much information as I can about how big the convoy is going to be and the planned route that they have. So I'm looking at like city maps, but I'll probably have like Haxar with me looking at it, seeing that he may have some familiarity with the city here. And I'm just kind of like trying to look at any potential like choke points where people could stop us from traversing to where we need to get and potentially surround us and take what we have. So, and also I want to find out too, if, this is a route that they, I, I assume this is like one blackmail that they're paying, one bribe they're paying. I'm wondering, do they regularly travel this way to give things to the thieving, Thieves Guild, or is this like the only time they've done it? Yeah, I mean, it's usually done on a non-regular basis, but they do it sometimes, but never in like such a conspicuous matter. And the Thieves Guild is one of, in one of the poorer parts of the city closer to like the refugee slums outside the castle walls than to the rich center. So you'll have to go from the rich center basically to the through down to the poorer and poorer areas. Sort of make your make your way through there. And the further down you go, the worse the streets are, you know, the more crooked, the more difficult to traverse. Yeah, is there only like one kind of straight shot that would get us there? Is there any other like alternative routes that we could get that may be longer? but not have so many choke points or well you sort of pour over the map you make a couple suggestions to the people and they sort of answer why they picked this or that route uh, whether it was because this clan or this criminal organization owns this street and uh well afterwards you know it starts it starts getting dark and everyone starts making sure they're rested up for the big day so I'm going to, before like we all rest up or whatever, I'm going to like get the group together and kind of shoot an idea that I have. So, so I, I have an idea about this convoy that we're going to be doing and we're going to be traveling during the day with it, by the way. Right. Uh, DM, is it this during the day or during the night? Yeah, it's going to be during the day. During the day. Okay. So we're going to be traveling during the day, which is kind of already puts me ill at ease a little bit about. Uh, where we're going to be heading, especially potential choke points we have. So one thing that I think that we can do to maybe prevent from getting ambushed or at least getting surprised by something and maybe being forewarned is sending an Advon um, advanced party ahead of us to kind of like keep eyes open and see at these choke points if there's anyone potentially looking suspicious that could uh, that could potentially ambush us. So this is where the question comes in. Who's going to be on the Advon? If we do split, I would like to keep two people with the caravan and two people ahead. So any volunteers to be on the Advon? The king will gladly go out and search for his enemies. Well, well, and that's great. And yep, you're really good at doing that, the king. But 
this going to be just so you know, it's going to require some discretion because if you do see people there, it'd be probably best if you don't engage them and you come back and tell us, and then potentially we can engage them. So this is going to require more of uh, like when you're stalking your prey and you may have to come back and tell us, but then we could go when you could get the glory if you want to. The king doesn't quite understand, but I can accept the plan. Sorry, the king can accept the plan. <laughs> Haxar will pipe in and say, maybe you want to have the king, you know, stay with the gold. So the cowboy. Oh, everyone's already been looking at the place, so why not just have him draw all eyes on him? So we'll do this. Me and the king will stay with the convoy. Um, Haxar and Azriella, you guys will move ahead and report back to us when you find out information. Seeing that Haxar probably fits in more with the crowd around here. Do you feel comfortable going out there, Azriella, with him? Or would you rather stay with the convoy? Um, I mean, I can try. I didn't consider myself to be particularly stealthy so far. And she also points out, like, the flashy gems on her um, on her magical uh, staff and in her ears. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be kind of rough when we move ahead, right? You could just, you know, possibly get like a sack just tied off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but some dirt I, on I, it. I need the staff uh, if we get like... Oh, yeah. Do you have a way um, to communicate back to us with any of your abilities if you do come across something? Um, good question, Storyteller. <laughs> Yeah, technically, you could use your elemental if you want yeah. to. Or could I maybe use uh, like a terrain ability to give a signal? Yeah, uh, I don't remember what the droid terrain ability for cities is. Wait, so couldn't okay, Haxar just you know, breathe ice into the air as a signal instead? Yeah, yeah that's I mean, a good signal. Work. So how about this then? We'll identify four different points. How how long would this uh, storyteller or DM? How long? potentially could this caravan take us i think it's gonna take about two three hours two three hours so we will do two three hours we will do five different points where we're gonna have you scout ahead and i'll circle the choke cho- uh the choke points when you find when you go to this point and get to this point and you see that it's clear you will wait for us and we'll meet you at the point if you see that there's danger you'll give us a signal of hacks are breathing in the air that there's danger ahead and then once we meet you at the point, if it's clear, you'll move on ahead of us because you'll probably be moving quicker than the caravan to get to the next point. Same thing. If it's clear, no signal, we'll just go ahead and meet you there. If you come across something, you shoot the signal up. I'm sure the king's going to run head first in there, meet up with you guys before I do, and we'll kind of take it from there. But if you do come across something, though, stealth, again, just don't engage it. Just note that it's potentially there, and uh, and then we can go ahead and take it from there. All right? Got it. Agreed. Any questions, comments, concerns, critiques? This is a good plan, Sir Hugo, as the king does all the flexing at the moment, getting himself pumped up. Uh, Just like, okay, shaking my head, thinking of how many times in my life I've been put together with strange bedfellows like this. You know, I've never been in an all human party. It's always been, you know, anyways. Uh, Hopefully these guys are less evil. (laughs) I know, right? That's, I just, I the elf. No, I'm joking. Uh, so around elves, watch yourselves. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So we'll do that. So uh, get some rest, and then when we take off, Haxar and uh, Ezreal, you move ahead of us, and then to the first uh, point. Right. As you know, Sir Hugo, it's difficult to kind of spot enemies in an urban environment, so it's not going to be an easy task. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. But it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's better than nothing. No, for for sure. So you're ready to give it your best, but yeah, it's not gonna be a fun time from a nerf's perspective, I suppose. Hexar, what do you do before this whole Sir Hugo calls everyone together? Okay, so definitely he is going to be do- spending some time just going through it, like doing going through his his monk forms, you know, just stretching, doing them all just to make sure he keeps up the muscle memory of it. And also he does spend, make sure to spend some time, you know, thinking about the fact that he's going to be near, you know, several million pieces of gold. And he's not, he can't, he cannot allow himself to, you know, let the greed of a dragon overcome him. So yeah, yeah certainly not like, an know, easy task. Mentally, you know, balance <laughs> himself between, you know, wanting to be more like a dragon versus not letting the dragon instincts overwhelm him. Yeah. Definitely, definitely has it hard. But may, maybe, maybe afterwards he'll he'll get some gold for his hoard. Zoriella, what about you? She would spend uh, most of the evening like doing some rituals, spells that will be ready the next day. But also, she um, we're in the town right now, aren't we? Yep, uh, basically would... in a house or palace or manor that's in a cave system sort of carved into it so it's like part partially natural partially artificially made yeah she would try to find a servant maybe um to ask them to bring her a tunic that would uh, cover her various magical artifacts and armor so she doesn't draw as much attention to herself the next day all right yeah he gives you a (laughs) cloak made out of rat skin it's really ugly well, as long as I blend in. Take five psychic damage. I'm <laughs> 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 kidding. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. King, what about you? The king would be uh, preparing himself, you know, maybe coming up with some new new catchphrases, doing, doing flexes, swinging his axe, just in general pumping himself up for the next leg of their journey. All right. Looks like everyone's ready. So after a uneventful evening, you wake up, you know, and you get ready. And first you make your short journey to the palace or like the sort of seat of power in Drakenhall. I'm just going to take some liberties here. It's like a huge tower that's like on a mountain and you're pretty sure you can't even see the top. It's like covered in clouds. And that's where all the proper dragons reside. Yeah, there's the whole caravan. There's armed guards. But uh, they're obviously nowhere near your guys' power level. And it seems that everything's ready and it's just waiting for you. You can see that Z2 is also there. He's talking to someone. And... Uh, armed automaton and they're discussing something you're you can't really hear what but he waves you over after he stops talking i walk over with the group i take it ah my friends come come everything is ready uh this person is tetra uh tetra is uh, one of the guard automatons of this city and it'll help you find your way and uh it commands the city's guards. 
I believe uh, we've discussed everything we needed yesterday. And I wish you good luck, of course. And hopefully the siege will be over soon. Yeah, thank you. As R2 or Z2 walks away, I look at Tetra. I'm like, this is the first time I've met something like you. Yes. And And are you going to be honest with me if I ask you a question? Mm, Perhaps. How risky is it that what we're getting ourselves into right now? Statement, prediction, predicting high chance of assault by common bandits and lower class fighters, mid chance of stronger opponents appearing. Turn around, I look at King as I walk past towards the caravan where I'm going to go sit. I'm like, well, looks like you're getting what you want. And I like climb up onto like, I take it it has like carriages or whatever the caravan. So I'm going to sit like on a carriage seat or whatever it may have, like in the front one. All right. What about everybody Everybody else? Haxar? I think definitely Haxar, he'll like, you know, circle around the automata and just sort of like, you know, take it in because he has been here before, but he, you know, hasn't really seen one like uh, one of the guard automata up close before. So he's just like, okay, that's interesting. But I don't really have it. I can't really be mine, so I'll just leave it alone. I'm looking down at Haxar. I'm like, don't you have somewhere to go? And I kind of wink at him. And Haxar will just sort of w- you know, wave off at him. And just, yeah, yeah. We'll get to, we'll get to where we're getting. All right. Don't forget your companion now. I said, look at the sack. And I'm like, King, are you going to sit up here with me or are you going to walk? King must always be on guard. Yeah, you do that. And I just kind of like look forward as I cross my arms and look ahead. You got a problem with the king? I'm like, I'm like, no, no, not at all. I'm like, I'm just turning on the switch, just paying attention to what's going on in front of us. And I, I would say almost like you could see like Sir Hugo's kind of like going into like, well, none of you guys were at Forster Nagar, so I guess never mind. So he, he's just like staring, you know, ahead, just kind of like very focused in, not like as like joking around as he was before, you know. So apparently that many gold pieces would weigh about 300 US tons. So you're saying this is going to be slow. (laughs) I'm saying there are some big lizards uh, in that caravan. (laughs) Still, it's it's a huge caravan, so it's it's going to be a going to be a slog. And you make your way. And uh, after a certain time, you know, once you get away from the really rich city center, you sort of there's a large amount of guards that sort of shoo all the people away and tell them to stay in their houses or they'll get what's coming to them. And uh, it's time for our first choke point check. Okay. So the check is going to be wisdom, of course, and anything you think would help you from your backgrounds with perception in an urban setting or just perception in general. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't really think of anything without being, being a stretch. Yeah. All right, that's fine. You can just roll straight wisdom plus level, I guess. You roll level plus level for everything here. Can I maybe use vanity and spite to like gauge um, what kind of neighborhood this is, whether we have to like watch out for something? You know what? I'm going to let you roll that, and I'm going to let you roll charisma for that, that you're not actually looking out for people, but you're like asking around and seeing what's what. All right, so charisma plus my background. Mm-hmm. Pro- plus level. All right. Hexar, you sort of notice a couple people here and there. You tell them to get the hell out because they seem like 
more confused than dangerous. They don't seem armed. Azariella, you talk to a couple of the people there, and uh, you're pretty sure, like, even from the style of the buildings, that this is still one of the better-off neighborhoods, and that it doesn't seem like anything suspicious has been happening recently here, but you never know. All right, so I'm signaling... Like with hand gestures to Haksar across the street, uh, I think we'll be all right. All right. So Haksar will sort of signal back and just, you know, keep on moving forward at the uh, slow, uh, previously agreed upon pace. Yeah. Continue on with uh, with the caravan. You almost think something's going to happen, but it seems like a couple of the kids are just throwing rocks at the dragon mounts. Well, not dragon mounts, but lizard mounts. And they they stop for a minute and uh, hiss in their general direction, but then go on their way. And as you're sort of moving, moving on, you're starting to see that the area is starting to become more shoddy and shoddy. You make another two of your checks before this, but uh, everything seems fine. And right now you're about, let's say, two thirds of the way in. So you're already pretty close to the city walls. And you can already see like the palisades and you're pretty sure you see some faraway battles somewhere or like minor skirmishes. And it's time for a check for another check. You're in a sort of shoddy rundown neighborhood. The streets are really tight here. You know, the, the lizards basically barely fit in. They have to put their claws sort of on the sides of the buildings. They can't even like crawl normally. And it's sort of a shanty town. The buildings are sort of cowering there. There's like dark windows, you know, there, some of them are bolted over with like planks and everything. And uh, there's like mud and filth running down the streets and alleys. Pleasant. All right. How do you approach this? Let's start with Azoriella. Uh, good question. So is the street mostly empty? Because otherwise I would be trying to like get people to move. It's so uh, narrow here. That... Yeah, I mean, the street is kind of empty because like there's, there's already been word from the city because the caravan moves like super slow, right? So nobody's there, but you sort of see people peeking out from like windows and stuff. Yeah, I definitely want to keep an eye on them. Because they're like above us. Uh, and that's pretty scary to me. Yeah, I want to be ready to like find potential attackers that would like jump on the caravan as it's moving past. Oh, can uh, Haxar sort of like, uh, you know, using his amazing uh, agility sort of almost like uh, like run across the walls, like, you know, sort of climb up to like the high windows and sort of like oh, yeah, peek into definitely. them and like, you know, like, no like leap across the next, you know, next building right ahead. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what Haxar's going to be doing, keeping an eye on the top, upper levels. Okay. Uh, Haxar, as you climb up, uh, you notice a couple of... In fact, you're pretty sure they're, like... You're not even sure they're cut purses. They're just, like, people with, like, rusty knives and daggers and bows and arrows. And they, they try to make themselves, like, as flat as possible. Some of them are, like, hidden behind, like, under a tarp or something. And... But... Your let's say highly skilled eyes see through through it, and you're pretty sure these people are more desperate than dangerous. Like this, right. this place is terrible. Like you can smell almost the disease there. 
So yeah, again, hacks are sort of like, you know like crawling through like the window and just sort of you know like you know stand like on the windowsill and just be like you know open his mouth just like, like you know like little like, like frost or like just billow out of his mouth just be like don't try anything. All right, I'll let you roll an intimidation check. Uh, what do you think would be best for this? I'll just ask you. I guess maybe um, I get. Can I try to do it with strength? So like you know, she's trying to like you. Mm-hmm. Know, Show him you know, this big, imposing, you know, mess with us. I'm just going to, you know, rip you apart and you'll know, yeah, breathe ice definitely. on your corpse. Mm-hmm. Strength and, uh, I don't know, whatever background you think works. Trained athlete, perhaps? Yeah. No, that's perfect. 21. Like, <gasps> wow. <gasps> Who are you? I'm here to make keep you for doing something really stupid. But but the officials shouldn't interfere. I mean, we have we have bandits licenses from the blue. <laughs> And then he, he he'll just sort of look at it, then just bite it, just rip it out, just bite off that hand. <laughs> the hand. No, 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 not the, not the hand. He'll just like you know bite it out of the hand. He's like, uh, and he he sort of starts shaking, and the others seem to have already like dropped their weapons and like, oh, please don't hurt us. Get get deeper into the building. You don't need to be. I don't need to see you till you know the sun's gone down. Uh, okay, but but I need my license to feed my family. He'll just spit it out on the ground, just you know, slightly you know, tooth marked. Thank you, thank you. And he flees. All right, uh, that's about it. You make your way through the checkpoint. A couple of idiots still attack the convoy. Unfortunately, they seem to be about the same type of people that Haksar threatened. And you don't you don't even need to lift a finger. The guards make very short work of them. And you're very close to the Thieves Guild now, basically there. Everyone roll me constitution plus whatever you think would be useful for resisting a strong like sonic attack, like a loud noise with the shockwave. Man, I don't think I have anything. I have Demon Hunter, Military Strategist, and Empire Noble, and I don't think any of those go into, like... Yeah, so just Constitution yeah. plus level. All right. Yeah, same. I don't think anything from me applies. XR, I think your athlete would work. I don't know if you have anything else. Yeah, I think athlete would be the best, yeah. King? Would Determined Hunter? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I got 16. As usual in 13th age, I rolled extremely poorly, so I have 14. <laughs> All right, 34. All right. The king and Hex are past their checks, and uh, they are not blinded by the huge-ass explosion that of the Palisades that you can see from, from your point. Sir Hugo and Azoriella, please lose D3 recoveries. As oh. you are blind, blinded and deafened. Are we back to our normal recoveries from the rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assume you just had a long rest. So Okay, gotcha. Like, heal everything. Sorry, I, I forgot to tell that. Ah, uh, wonderful, Tillman. Rolling high when you don't want to roll high. Oh, yeah. both of you lose three recoveries. <laughs> wonderful. Damn. Damn. Cool. This is going to hurt. Yeah, don't get hurt now. The fragile, too. <laughs> That's what we are. The old it's man true. and the elf, you know. The backliners got hurt the most. I love seeing you guys in pain. Fortunately, this does not impact the caravan 
at all, except for the fact that there is now a horde of demons attacking the refugee camp, and they seem to be pressing pretty hard. Leading the charge is a huge, enormous demon with red wings, massive horns, and a two-handed axe. How far? Okay, a couple questions. Mm-hmm. They're attacking the refugee camp right now, right? Yeah. Okay. And how how far is refugee camp from us? Well, it's close. It's basically... Like, can we get there and help? You have this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You be, you're basically a couple hundred meters from the city walls at this point. So do if I like my, take if you take I, the back alleys, you can be there in uh, minutes. Do I uh, have my vision again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I like rub my eyes and then I just look at the guard. The I look at um, Tetra. I'm like, get the convoy to where it needs to go. We'll be right back. And I look at the three and I'm just like, kind of look, give them the look like, you know, what's up, dude. We can't let these people get slaughtered like that because then they're going to turn for here probably next. So we're going to go stop them. You can go with the gold or you can come with me, but that, that's where I'm going right now. Is there any particularly impressive foes? Big fucking demon in the front. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you, the, the king has whipped some ass before, so I don't know how impressive a big demon is now, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's definitely a big demon there. <laughs> I just, I'm worried about the, the refugees. Like, If it was just like a battle going on, like I'd go in with the gold and make sure it was okay, then maybe go out there, but like refugees are getting slaughtered and they probably have no defense against that shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Again, they're part of the empire. And I'm kind of like, you know, even though the empire's been infested with corrupt infernalists, you know. But. Now just watch out. It's going to be a trap. This is to lure us away from the caravan so all the money gets stolen. So it's all crap. Shit, <laughs> it's all Sir Hugo's fault. Oh, shit. Well, do, does the king say it? Well, I mean, does the king say that or does anyone say no, that? No, the king okay. wouldn't say okay. that. He's all like, big enemy, I must go choke it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have a guard force. I don't Shit. I look at, well, out of character. I can't. I'm not going to metagame. So I'm looking at Haxar and Azrael. Are you guys coming with? I definitely think Haxar, he is definitely looking conflicted for a moment, you know, between, you know, making sure the gold stays where it is versus actually, you know, does he outwardly show the screams of you know people being slaughtered? Does he outwardly show that he's conflicted? I would say so, yeah, a little bit. Okay, listen. You two go with the gold, make sure it gets in there. Once you have make sure the gold's in there, you bring us we you come meet up with us. If fucking anyone attacks that gold, you give us a symbol that you were gonna give us before if you came across anything, all right? Yeah, stay here for sure. I mean, I can best support from the back lines anyway, so all right. Just cool. don't get yourself eaten. And I look at him, I'm Feel. like, hey, we've made it this far, right? I mean, you see all the gray in my beard, and I just, like, wink at him, and I turn around and, like, run towards the demon with the cod piece next to me, probably. <laughs> don't worry, the king will make sure that the only thing eaten today is our enemies. <laughs> <laughs> and Haxar, you know, quietly, <laughs> just towards her, really just, they're not going to last very much longer. They keep doing this, will they? All right, so... You guys go after the demon then, or the refugee two, camp. Two of us do. Two, he, the, the king and I do. The other two are going to okay. go with the gold, and once it's there, then hopefully they'll come and help us out. Oh, okay. Nice splitting the party. Always fun. I know. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> it's a refugee camp. You had to dangle innocent people. If it was just a battle, I'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, what's the point if the stakes aren't high? <laughs> Alrighty, then. Let's start with Team Gold first. 
Yeah, I know, right? Morality always gets in the way. But then again, why not just join the winning side and join the Diabolists at that point? <laughs> uh, All right, okay. so what happens to Team Gold? Team Gold, you are basically near the Thieves' Guild. And I want you both to roll me a perception check with whatever perception you think you can use. So like before? Yeah, but just perception, like charisma won't cut it here. All right. Still confused. Can I use my charisma plus vanity in spite like before? Uh, no, you have to use wisdom, but I'll let you add vanity for this. Um, okay, that's actually better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're a druid. You have a shit ton of wisdom. All right. You both rolled 21 in total. Tell me you rolled garbage. You rolled a three. Plus 18, of course, but still, you rolled a fucking three. You should be ashamed of yourself and your dice rolling abilities. It's so bad. I think, like, the last couple of rolls were a five and a two. Yeah. I mean, the last game, was that was true as well. And the game before that, I think... You also had a couple bad rolls. You can't catch a break in 13th age. Okay, so fortunately, both of you rolled over 20. And you notice one of the guards sort of on the sly, sort of reaching into the caravan and just picking up a single gold piece, and putting it like into his pocket. Hacksaw was just sort of smacking him in the back of the head with his tail. Yeah, he's sort of like, oof, oh, what was that for? Put it back. <clears throat> Put what back? Then Hacksaw would just sort of lead in and make sure to show his teeth the pieces. I ain't afraid of no dragonborn filth. <laughs> At that point, you know, Hacksaw, he'll sort of like, you know, try to trip him up with his tail and just sort of, uh, you know, put a foot on his throat if he can. All right. Yeah, you sort of smack him down and grab him by the throat. You gonna give it back? <laughs> Fuck. Ugh. And he is, the coin sort of drops on the ground. Thank you. They'll pick up the piece and just make sure to put it back. The rest of the journey is uh, uneventful as you deliver all the gold to the Thieves' Guild. You can sort of already see the counters there. They're just like taking the coins and throwing them into this like magical bag, which ports them somewhere else. And they seem to be quite uninterested in either of you. Eh, what are you waiting here for? You've delivered the merchandise. Please leave. All right. Uh, let's, hur let's hurry on to the others. Okay. No, like, verification that you received all the pieces? <sighs> Very well. Downstairs, the big doors. So we have to get it ourselves. And she gives him, like, a really cold look. <laughs> the person counting the coins, which is like a sort of tiny goblin, it's just not looking at you. It's just counting money. I'll, I'll go first. You stay, you know, above ground just in case. I was suggest going to suggest the same thing, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All, right. All right. You go downstairs through a dimly lit corridor there you see uh these huge double-winged doors do you open it yes all right what you see is uh, the greatest accumulation of treasure you've ever seen in your life we're talking like 
hundreds of millions of gold pieces, like not, uh, jewelry, artifacts, bones, <laughs> like huge dragon bones. And si sitting on top of that pile is this massive shadow in the shape of a dragon, which is probably as large as uh, Xitu's manor. And it, it, it has this red glow in its eyes, and they're looking straight at you. <laughs> Haxar is definitely feeling very conflicted right now between wanting to make sure not to in any way offend the big dragon shadow thing, <laughs> wanting some of that huge pile of gold for himself, and wanting to make sure that he actually gets the job done. So after you know, a few moments of him just sort of, you know, looking around with his eyes wide open, he'll sort of gulp a bit. I came to get some kind of confirmation to send back to Z2 that the delivery was completed. <clears throat> yes. I, the great Nexarath, will give Z2 the confirmation once the money is counted. You are bold to go into my chamber, mortal. It has been a long journey for me, and I would be a failure if I did not venture forth where few would. Mm. I see. What do you think of my treasures? They are magnificent, but pale in comparison to your power. Mm. So they do. I will send my disciples to help you, as was promised. One more thing. If you ever wish to visit me again, please consider yourself invited. Thank you for your generosity. And for now, do try not to die. And Nexroth sort of you hear what you feel like should be a laugh but it's more like a sort of gurgling screaming sound and you can sort of feel all the coins shaking and there's like avalanches and uh, all the treasures are like moving around Hexar will you know bow out and just sort of you know somewhat hesitantly tear himself away from the sight of all that gold and just make his way back up all right as Aksara makes his way back, you see the goblin uh, coin counter sort of look up and at you, confused. And, and you hear a sort of Merlon, how did he survive that? I thought he got eaten. <laughs> at that point, he'll just sort of loom over. I know when to mind my manners. Like our style and ready to jump into a longer term game? Make sure to check out Missouri Crossing, our Down Darker Trails Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition game. Starting in the Dakotas in the 1800s, our players have just settled in what will be known as Bismarck, North Dakota, Missouri Crossing. 